Matt and Mike in the morning. Welcome back to Matt and Mike in the morning. This is New Testament lesson nine to be taught on October the 29th. This is the Reformation Day. It's Reformation Day, October 29th is Reformation Day. The day that we are celebrating is Reformation Day. You're not scary. It's the Holy Ghost episode. It's almost as good as Lori Cooper's like groaning Ugh. sigh as we make dad jokes during morning devotions. That's terrible. Now we now we can begin. So this is actually the uh, I'm not dead episode because this is where Saint Peter stands up and says Jesus isn't dead anymore. You guys killed him, but God raised him from the dead. That's right. That's either really good or bad for you. Mm-hmm. One of my signs I don't have them in my office here. One of my signs that I that I have out on campus is. Um, Jesus isn't dead anymore. That's either really good or really bad for you. Let's talk. Which is the message of Pentecost there. Um, Peter, the disciple who always had something to say, stands up and gives the first sermon within the church. And he says that, um, that uh, for one thing, the Holy Spirit is ascending and we're not drunk Right. This this is what this is what God prophesied through the through the prophet Joel that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Your sons will prophesy, etc. And then Peter goes on to give the reason for all this that Jesus, whom you crucified, God has raised him from the dead. God has made him both Lord and Christ. This is Jesus, whom you crucified. He's not dead anymore. And it's either really good or really bad for you. So in this lesson, I think it's really great because I had a biblical languages major when I was an undergrad. And so this lang- this lesson has both Hebrew in it and it has Greek in it. Hmm. Um, so it talks about Pentecost and you can talk about um, the, the, is it the prefix there, the penta, which means five. Uh, so this would be in the book that uh, states here, 50 days after the Passover is the Feast of Pentecost. This is a feast that goes into the Old Testament. There are seven major feasts that were celebrated um, by the people in the Old Testament. And so this would have been at the beginning of the wheat harvest. Uh, so, I mean, the conditions and the climate is different around here, and so they would harvest their wheat a little bit sooner than we do around here. Um, so so the, the city of Jerusalem was filled up once again with all the pilgrims who are coming, uh, and these disciples are, are having these words in their ears yet, as Jesus told them to stay in the city until they're clothed with power from on high. So Jesus ascended then uh, just about 10 days before this, because mm-hmm. he ascended 40 days after uh, after his resurrection. So just timeline-wise. And kind of the, the, the neat words that are in here, uh, it talks about the prophecies spoken by, by Joel, and they have a scroll there. Um, but it actually comes out right in the workbook, yeah, on page 94, where it says, what does it mean? Draw lines to match the Greek Hebrew words to their meaning. You have koinonia, uh, which is fellowship. In Missouri Synod, we had this uh, uh, project. It's called the Koinonia Project. Mm-hmm. Uh, to just sit down at a table with people who are in the Missouri Synod. You, same the, you have the same confession of faith, but maybe you, you understand that a little bit differently or your practice is a little bit different. And so you want to come to understand uh, why it's different uh, and understand the unity that you have. And where there is disunity, where there are differences, both in understanding or in practice, um, to, to hash it out. I had to come to an agreement upon it. And and great headway was made in the Koinonia project, um, to my understanding, a few years ago when we did that in our church. But anyways, Koinonia is fellowship. Uh, Pentecost is 50 days. Uh, it's that feast. And then you have Panoima and Ruach. So uh, Panoima is a Greek word for wind or for breath. This is where you get like pneumatic devices, mm-hmm. which are powered by air. Um, my favorite is the pneumatic air hammer. 
It's just a jackhammer. <laughs> Powerful. It does, a, does a lot of stuff. Uh, and then the Hebrew word is ruach. Um, so it's also the word that was used in Genesis, the ruach, uh, the uh, spirit of God was hovering over the waters. It's also the same word uh, for breath. So you talk about um, uh, God breathed into Adam, the breath of life is a ruach. And it's also the same word that is used for soul, uh, for the mortal soul that God gives to us. So you can understand the breath of God was hovering over the water of the face of the deep, spirit of God, which breathes into Adam the soul, this breath of life. And uh, uh, the neatest part about it is it's an onomatopoeia, is the last sound that people make when they die is ruach. Now it's gone. Hmm. So there's more than you wanted to know about the word ruach. Neat. I didn't know that last part. I think that's what it is. That's what I was taught. Sure. Pentecost. Yes. Spirit. Ooh. Come Holy Ghost. Uh, Creator blessed. Probably suffices. You think that? Yeah. Must have. Uh, maybe the, the the big thing that of Peter's sermon was uh, Peter said, "Repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus mm. Christ for the forgiveness of your sins." And so the Pentecost is the birthday of the church. And the Holy Spirit comes, breathes, uh, right. So our, our birthday is the day that we're f first born and we breathe, you know, out of the womb for the first time. And so the Holy Spirit breathes upon uh, the apostles, breathes upon the church, and it's its birthday. And what is the church to do? What is action, its life, uh, its purpose? And it's what Peter did, to preach repentance. Repent and be baptized, all of you, for the forgiveness of your sins. So that's the work that the church does. Uh, we gather together. Oh, Acts, all of Acts chapter 2 is just a good example of what the church should be. Acts 2.42 as well uh, as an example we follow today. We devote ourselves to the apostles' teaching creed, you know, the catechism, all scripture, uh, the breaking of bread, fellowship of the Lord's Supper, and to the prayers. And the Lord gives his word success. 3,000 mm -hmm. people oh, yeah. join the church that day. 3,000 people 3, believe. People. <laughs> uh, yeah. What an administrative nightmare. <laughs> what are you doing? All these 3,000, you're like 30, and then you go well, to 3,000. And the thing is, then they, then they all spread out around the world. Yeah. And the gospel starts to be proclaimed around the world. And then um, Paul and other apostles kind of go there and, and follow up as well. And they appoint yeah. leaders, pastors in those churches. See you next time on Matt and Mike in the morning. <laughs> <laughs>